Welcome, 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 everybody. Oh, what? It just sounds low. Oh, good lord. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody, to the Chasing Daylight podcast. Joe really, really screwed up this intro. It's all his fault. Yeah. (laughs) All my fault. All my fault. It's all Joe's fault. It's all my fault. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, how's it going, fellas? Good. The PGA Tour season has concluded. Uh, Golf for us right now is kind of taking a back seat. Not only because the tour is wrapped up, but it's overseeding season in the Vegas Valley, which means yeah, there's a lot of closed golf courses right now. True. I, I still need to reach out to US or the SNGA and get that list so we can put it up there because I'm sure people are wanting to know what the hell's going on. They typically um, email it out, don't they? I haven't got anything. Have you? Mm-mm. I haven't yeah. seen anything yet either. I, yeah. Um. So... Uh, not sure how much golf we're going to be getting in. Uh, I know Joe and I are going to be hanging out with Woody out at Aliante, um, which, yeah, not the course like on my top list of ones to play, but you were saying Peeler said it's in really good shape right now. So yeah, I saw some pictures from, uh, Chris Torres that look good. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to put that to the test and see how true that is. Actually, Sean and, played it yesterday, and he said it's it's really good. Uh, the only thing is some of the tee boxes are a little, little rough, but other than that, he said it was in great shape. Nice. So I'm looking for that. It's been, God, I it's been probably 10 years since I've played out there. It's, it's been, been about two time. years for me. And I've yeah, never well, played it with grass. I've always played it dormant. Dormant? Yeah. Just dry yeah, dormant dry beyond firm. dry it was crazy yeah yeah i i played god when was it because it, it was well it was dry and and dormant too so it had to have been in fall winter time i've never seen it green and lush and it's crazy because you see the pictures online of that place and they make it look amazing yeah, like yeah. Paiute with the mountains in the background is like no that's not Paiute. <laughs> i mean all places do that but Oh, yeah. Well, even like Revere, they still have the ones without the houses. Yeah. And it's like, good Lord, <laughs> yeah. how long ago was that? Time right. to update. Time to update. So. I mean, even even Wild Horses are from like probably the 90s. <laughs> when it was the Showboat yeah. Country Club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so green. So green and so lush. Yeah. 90% of that greenness is gone out there. So I uh, want to remind everybody about the Discord server who had absolutely nobody hop on last week after last week's show. So I don't know if it's nobody cares or they don't know what Discord is. But uh, if you're on Discord and you want to hop on the podcast, Discord server, start up some conversations. You are more than welcome to do that. I will link everything in the show notes for, to do that. Um, and then Joe has finished his rankings. I have finished my rankings. Jeremy is the last one. He's wrapping his up either tonight or tomorrow. And so we are planning on recording that episode next week. So uh, the Wednesday episode next week will be our 2022 rankings. And we changed it up a little bit this year, uh, put a little bit more onus on uh, the golf course 
and value and playability and some took took to heart some of the things that the golf digest top 100 does and uh trying to get a better overall explanation of why these rank so where they do for us so joe was saying that uh or was it jeremy saying that what you've done so far there's some pretty good changes Mm -hmm. oh yeah totally i love it now because we have all played so high now you guys played it when we played back at that Derek Carr event. Um, we've knocked a couple others off. Joe and I got Anthem off. And I mean, there's only courses that none of us have played. It's just Red Rock Country Club, the Summit, and Mojave Resort down in Laughlin. Um, I pulled the Lakeview Executive Course in Pahrump because I honestly don't think we're ever going to go out there to play that golf course. Yeah, unless, I don't see that. Unless <laughs> we're at Mountain Falls and the car get breaks down. some extra down. time, yeah. Yeah, and we got some extra time, yeah. Uh, also, I pulled another one, um, one of the courses in the Laughlin area that I, I don't think we'll have ever any time to play that one. So uh, then we lost Royal Links. Sad moment. It's gone. Yeah. But look forward, uh, looking forward to going over that. It's, it's, it's always a fun episode. It's probably our most requested uh, episode that we do. A lot of people use it to, to plan their trips, so we appreciate that. And thanks for uh, all the comments about, hey, get on your asses and get that done. So, yeah, I've gotten a, few, I've gotten a few messages about it. So It is coming. It is coming. Mark it on your calendars. And then uh, so the golf that we got to play this last week. Jeremy, did you get out this last weekend? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, Saturday. Where did you play? Played Sienna with Joe and... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I forgot you guys did that. Yeah. How... So how was uh, Sienna? It's getting ready for overseeding, is it, or are they not? Yeah, they started, I think, yesterday. Yeah. So it was it was ready for that, for sure. Uh, greens were good, but they were absolutely hammered. I. They were the worst. I think the worst greens I've put it on with ball marks. Really? But the greens were good. That's the thing. Like they were rolling really well, but there were so many ball marks and they weren't even like attempted to be fixed. No, they were just holes. (laughs) It was crazy. Um, The rest of the course is super soft and there's some rough areas, but it's, it, there's so much rain. It's like every course is sort of like that. Most courses. Yeah, you can see like where the water overtook and it's kind of just brown and, you know, flooded, mm-hmm. uh, which you're going to see a, a lot of places right now, especially everywhere other than what Wild Horse and what else did you say? You mentioned <sighs> I, it the other day. That would like that thrives on the water. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure places like Boulder Creek that have a lot of Bermuda and and it's not going to do a ton of damage having excessive water. Um, yeah. It was, it, but it, yeah, it was, it was moist out there for sure. Greens were super soft. Uh, the, the course was in fairly good shape, just, you know, rough around the edges and, and mm-hmm. soft and moist and flooded. Moist. Um, yeah. And the, the greens were, they looked way faster than they were. That's one thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, the holes in the greens cause of the ball marks that weren't fixed, but it was a good time. How was the pace? Yeah. Good. What did we do? Yeah. We did four. I yeah, think we just, did yeah, four. four or just under. Not bad. Yeah. Right around seem, four. Did it seem crowded? 
it was the parking lot was surprisingly full when I got there, and that was like 15 minutes before our tea time. Um, but it, I didn't see a lot of people. I don't think. Well, we did get held up almost every hole. That's but, true. <laughs> I don't know. I was still four. I wasn't four for some reason worried about it, but I always enjoy getting over there. I like that course. Yeah, we had me and Dan uh, before uh, uh, Jeremy and Kyle showed up. There was a dude. <laughs> It was so funny, dude. Me and Dan were cracking up. Um, you know, the starter there was trying to, you know, he's trying to keep the pace, get everybody off on time. Let's go, let's go. Um, and there was a group. He's like, come on, guys, you're you're on the box, you're on the box. And uh, they start walking towards their carts. And the guy's like, oh, I forgot my club at the range. So he has to go back to his, uh, grab his club. And, and the starter's like, dude, we got to go. I, I, you know, we got a timeline to keep up. And then one of the guys in the group is saying, like, yelling at him, like, calm down, dude, like, chill out. And he's yelling at the starter, and the starter's like, like, let's calm down, you know, we, we got we got a time to keep here, blah, blah, blah. And the guy's like, this is the reason golf is dying. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this guy statement. tells the starter that <laughs> the, reason the reason golf is dying is because you can't keep pace because my buddy left his club at the range. <laughs> so he's like, you know, um, he left his club at the range. Let him get his club. So he's like, Oh, I didn't hear him say that. Blah, blah, blah. And this guy is pissed. Like just yelling at the starter for no reason. He's like, everybody needs to calm down. And he is the loudest one out there. And it, it was just ridiculous, geez. man. Like me and Dan were just standing there. Like, cause we were within 15 feet, like just cracking up. Like, that's the reason golf is dying, buddy. No, that's not the reason. Like, if you haven't been around, it's very difficult to get a tee time right now. And golf is not dying. It's probably the most popular sport right now. Very much so. Very much so. So we had a Joe, Dan, uh, Woody, and myself played Rio on Thursday. And man, was that disappointing. Yeah, it it the hurts. Course? The yeah. course was disappointing. It, it hurts, man, because Rio Seco has been shit for thirteen years that I've been back playing golf. It's been like my my heaven. I I just I love that place. I I don't know what it is about it, but I just absolutely love it. And it, it's it's just gone downhill so much. Just the the people aren't as friendly. The staff is just kind of short with you, and you know it's almost like an inconvenience that you're there. Yeah, which was really disheartening. I've never never been there where I got that kind of feedback from inter interacting with with staff. Um, the guy behind the counter was just an ass. I mean, I was asking questions. I was asking questions, and he was just an ass, and that really. <laughs> really fired me up, you know, and uh, it was it was a weird round for me because I I had to get my kid to school and then dropped her off and then went right to the golf course and Joe picked me up at the car and we went right to the tenth tee which that was another thing that caught me off guard but I, that's regardless it's a hole um so I wasn't like in golf ready golf mind frame at the time and. And then we had the the lawnmowers everywhere and they had cut the grass way back and left all the clippings in the fairway. And 
the mowers were coming through doing more mowing. Then they had the the tandem blowers blowing the clippings to the side so the mower could pick them up. And it's like yeah. every hole there was mowers and and tufts of grass. I mean, it was. And I and I get it. I understand. It's that time of year. That shit's gonna happen. And it's a weekday. I'm sure they're trying to get it all ready for the last weekend. Right. So it so it's you know for the people paying two hundred dollars that uh, it it's somewhat respectable, but. It was terrible. It was terrible. The, I mean, the big thing is, is um, you know, they advertised the price for locals, which was supposed to be sixty-five. Um, we get there and we're actually charged eighty-one, I believe. Um, Five. Eighty-five, because um, it wasn't booked through the proper promo code. Um, you could show your ID and everything, and it's a weekday, and we took the day off work to go play and. Uh, just no arguing because the internet is the say so, and there is no, there's nothing they can do on the back end. And it uh, was to experience, pathetic yeah, to experience it, it like that, and and literally the the first nine holes, it was blowers and mulch all over the place. Uh, yeah, I and I and I understand totally understand. Right, it's that time of the year for yeah, sure. Yeah, but if you and, advertise a special for locals, honor that, even if. They don't book it properly. I mean, we we booked it as locals and got the local rate and they were running a special and I showed the guy the email. I'm like, look, here is the email. He goes, oh, I know about it, but you guys didn't book it using that code. I was like, come the fuck on, dude. Had I not yeah. really wanted to play golf, I would have told him to fuck off. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wasn't there, of course, but like the thing that is surprising about that is when you go to Rio Seco, it's one of those courses that's a little more special in, than some of the other. Yes. You expect that at a Muni. Like you go yes. there, you're going to pay a totally. lower price. You're going to see the, the grass and the mow. They're going to be mowing. I have never seen that at Rio Seco. That's why it's such a surprise. Was First like, time ever never, I've seen that. You, know, you always wonder, when do they mow this course? Because I never see them out here working on it. It's Dude, always the, perfect shape. The, the greens were perfection. They, they were flawless. Hey, you know, of course you're gonna have your. They were a little slow, but I, I thought that, they rolled. I thought they rolled fantastic. They rolled great. They were just a little slow. Um, I lost my train of thought there. Oh my god. <laughs> um the the bunkers they have some issues. They're doing a lot of reworking of some of the bunkers, but I mean, it's gotten to the point where it's it's like Revere now. It's like you can't even play out of them. You know, the some of them are so bad have grass growing in them. And it's just, I mean, if you're going to charge premium prices, at least try to have a premium golf course. I, I don't mind paying for a good golf course, but you can't be charging that much. For, I mean, I feel like sick to my stomach for the people that are coming from out of town and booking yeah. that place. I mean, the, the people that were in front of us, they were from England and they had rental clubs. And I was like, God, could you imagine how much they paid? To play yeah. on this shit right now, yeah, oh, I would have been furious. <laughs> furious. Yeah. At least two fifty. Yeah. Oh my god! Plus rentals. Ugh. Yeah. So it was nuts. Little, little uh, upset at Rio lately. They they have not. Um, you know, I, I I refer a lot of people to go play that course. I'm not saying I'm the reason they're busy. Not saying that at all. I'm just saying I refer a lot of people to play Rio because it, like Jeremy said, it's a special place. And uh, lately, not so special. I had more fun playing Club at Sunrise 
<laughs> in a tournament setting. How about that? <laughs> I was also in a lot of pain with my knee, so that didn't help either. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's that's our rant for that. Um, avoid Rio Seiko right now. Well, they're going to be closed, so you can't go on there. But so you're forced open. to avoid it. Yes. You can't play it until it reopens. But when it reopens, um, consider somewhere else until they get their shit together. I'll let you know when that is. Go play Revere. They're much nicer. All right, so uh, we'll do a little quick uh, recap of the tournaments that took place this last week. Uh, Rory, of course, won the Tour Championship, which we'll get into here in a few. Uh, Thriston Lawrence at 1800 won the Omega European Masters. David Lingmurth at 1700 won the Nationwide Children's Hospital on the Corn Ferry Tour. Steve Stricker at 1500 won the Ally Challenge. And then Paula Rito, Reto at 1900 won the CP Women's Open. That was her first victory. So congrats to her. Uh, for the Tour Championship, uh, we had our locks, and this was the final event. Where did my notes for that go? I have it here somewhere. There it is. Okay. Um, Final event of the season and our final points event for us. Uh, I took Patrick Cantley. He finished seventh. And Joe had Tony Finau. He finished ninth. And Jeremy took Xander Shoffley, who finished fourth. Uh, Jeremy had the most points, 540 plus 30 bonus. Wasn't enough to catch Joe, though. Joe is our uh, defender or uh, champion this year. Let's see, do we got tour champion? That's oh, me. What are you going to spend that 18 million on, Joe? You know, I've been, I have been thinking about it. Probably a um, few pieces from Travis Matthew. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe some Bitcoin, uh, you know, some El Pollo Loco potentially and some Roberto's. I don't know. We'll find out. Nice, nice. Once it, once it hits my bank, we'll see. Uh, so Jeremy hopped me. Uh, he ended up with 4,010 points. Joe had 4,419, so he won by four, 409 points. Uh, I had 3,814. I finished 600 points behind. Not, not happy about that. But it is what it is. Um, so uh, most wins for us this season. Uh, that was me. I had four. Um, the most miscuts, that was also me, but Joe as well. We both had 12. Uh, the best average finish, like of all the people when we did make the cut, uh, Jeremy had, uh, you got anybody want to guess what the, your average finish was for players that made the cut? Jordan Spieth. No, 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 not you the mean player. The position? The <laughs> position. Yeah. Average uh, position. 12. No. Seventh. No. 34th. It's 18.9. Okay. Hmm. That's not um, horrible. It, it's top 20. Yeah, yeah. Um, the bonus points, this is where Joe racked it up. He had uh, 1,140 bonus points. I had 618, and Jeremy had 470. Long shots, baby. Long shots. Well, yeah, that's what you, those, that, that 300 and that 500 pointer is what pulled you over. Yeah. Uh, over the top. Um, so let's see here. The major events. Um, for the four majors, my average finish was 27. Yikes. Uh, Joe was 10, and Jeremy was 20. Jeremy, you had 1,200 points in the playoffs, 
I had 722 and Joe had 543. So that's some of the from Xander for life. Xander for life. He's picking it's... Xander every week next oh. next year. Man, he he tanked it on the final round. I was shocked when he was even when I turned on the TV. Yeah. Like, is this what am I watching here? So so uh let's get into that. How much of a how much of it did you guys watch? I watched a good amount of Saturday um and then basically all of Sunday. Yeah, I watched Thursday, Friday, most of Saturday and all of Sunday. Yeah. It was, it was a good week. I uh we were at the Aces game, so I had it on my phone watching it um before the game started and man I've seeing Rory come back like that that putt he made on 15 well that I was mean, just huge. absolutely ridiculous that was the moment right there mm-hmm. uh, let's see a second we got yeah and Zinger was like we're just waiting for that fist pump moment and uh Rory delivered it I mean it got me thinking like that shot, like in closing holes is probably, probably the scariest shot you can face in a closing, yeah. like, you know, final and did you, run of Did holes. you hear that there was no balls in the water on that hole? Yeah. On the final day? No, final for round? the tournament. Really? Oh, really? Wow. I, it, it, well, no, I, I, they made it sound like it was a tournament, but I'll have to look and see. But they were saying that somebody on, on Twitter was saying how impressive the guys are on tour that that shot that you know coming down the stretch crucial shot and everybody was just sticking it yeah and i mean what is that 180 181 to carry or something like that onto the mm -hmm. green i mean All that's a water. seven iron for them but yeah but they were the way that they can move those tees around it's crazy like it that makes yeah. that hole look so awkward like the shot into that green it's yeah. it's the 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 front tees are like uh uh 60 degree wedge over the water <laughs> they're so close yeah they're like and then straight it goes, on then it goes back for like a mile yeah so so far uh it's really cool that i mean that's a great i'm glad they flipped the nines because that mm -hmm. finishing on a par three just not yeah. cool for a tour championship that totally. course is incredible i love that course that's man a total bucket list if we have a connection in atlanta i would fly there just to play there it looks insane. It, yeah, it, it looks, looks pretty spectacular. I mean, I'm sure amazing. they get it in top-notch shape for this event, too. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how good those guys are out of the rough, man. That, it's crazy. Yeah. And that rough is no joke. Yeah. It's, I mean, you see how far down it is. It, Scotty Scheffler on Saturday did such an amazing job getting up and down from, you know, missed fairways. Because he was all over the place. Yeah. He was all over the place, hitting it left, hitting it right, and and his ability to hit those low, punchy, snap, hooky runner uppers to get on the green was it was incredible, fun to watch. Yeah, and fun they have different watch. types of rough out there: the Kakuya, the Bermuda. Yep, pretty interesting place. I would love to play there. Yeah, it looks, it looks like it. I mean, I mean, if we you play there, you 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 have to play from their tees, right? Just to Oh, just to say, for sure. right? I mean, just to see. And what you have you to drink do. a Coca Cola too. Oh yeah, they probably have a Coca Cola <laughs> truck on site that just drives around <laughs> filling you up. Did you see the picture of Rory with the old school Coca Cola machine on the 18th green? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Good old Coca Cola. Um, so were you surprised at Rory? Not really. I mean, 
I mean, he had a he had a big climb um, on the final round, but Scotty definitely helped him out there. Mm-hmm. I did not expect them to be pretty much neck and neck by like hole seven. Like that was that was a surprise for sure. Um, Rory's putter was working much better than it was at the open, so I mean that totally helped. When he was draining, he was draining putts from all over. Crazy putts. I mean, he had what did he have? Um, how many like total putts? Fifty putts, like one hundred and fifty feet of putts in the final round. Yeah, I mean, he was he was Jeez. draining them, and he got real lucky on uh, sixteen hitting that pin because that thing would have been off mm-hmm. the green. Oh yeah, um, yeah. He he had a few breaks, so it kind of seemed like it was destined almost. You know, with Rory putting the tour on his back, did he save golf? No, he did not save golf. Yeah, sorry, Kyle Porter. That that was <laughs> um, ridiculous. But yeah, I mean, is he basically the replacement of Tiger Woods? Yeah, I could agree with that. I mean, for the current... Um, for right now, yeah. Yeah, for right now, yeah, totally. He is the marquee player of the tour, 100%. Um, and I, I, I mean, I think it was, it, I think it was a great finish to the season. Uh, would have loved to see Scheffler get it because uh, he's still driving his old pickup truck. But uh, so Roy will, <laughs> will probably spend that eighteen million a little bit better than Scheffler would have. So, um, it, but it was cool did, to see Roy rock off and and see Scheffler's parents and you know mm-hmm. being real. Yeah, that was that was cool. That was a cool yeah, moment. being real congratulatory to him and um, yeah, that was that was a great battle. 100% awesome battle. Like that was a great final round to the tour championship this year. Did you see the leaderboard without the staggered start? I did not see that this time, no. Okay, so it had to be uh, Rory, right? Yeah, Rory at 17 under. Yeah. Uh Sungjae 16 under. Max Homa 15 under. Justin Thomas, 14, Tom Hoagie, 13, Xander and Aaron Wise, Sepp Straka at 12 under, Hideki Matsuyama, Joaquin Naman, JT Post, and Tony Finau at 11 under, and Scotty Scheffler at 10 under. Yeah. I mean, that's some, that's some pretty good golf. 17 yeah. under on that course. I mean, it was soft. The, the rain softened soft, it up. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's a long course and, you know, there's not like a ton of altitude out there and the weather is nasty, uncomfortable. So I think that's impressive. 17 under. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, what were they saying on Friday? Was he, what, 10 shots off the lead? Something like that? Yeah, when, I think he was. Because like he started He started triple, triple and then a bogey. Bogey. Yeah, he was six. And he, he was, started what, four he, back. Five back. Four back? He was four back starting? I think so, yeah. And he was seven back. It was like ten back after nine. Yeah, and then you mm-hmm. come back. I mean, good lord, that's yeah. that's impressive golf. Still Super shot under crazy. par. Yeah, yeah, seventeen under starting triple bogey. <laughs> yeah, I you mean, know? he played twenty. He played twenty one under from the third hole. Uh, on. Seventy holes in. Yeah. Yeah. Good God. I mean, that's that's impressive shit. That's yeah, I mean, for how many years have we had this staggered start for? Three years now. Three years now. Four years. Four this years. Is year four. Well, one year we didn't have a tour championship, right? Yeah. But maybe. So if, no, they were saying four years, but I was like, I don't think we had it. I think it's three out of four years. Yeah, three out of four years. 
And two of those years, uh, the the leader in the clubhouse to start with did not win, which which is cool. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think Cantley's been the only one that held it down, which was last year. Yeah, which is what we what we hope for. I mean, that's my main problem is it, with the staggered start is I don't want to see the guy leading before any shots are hit to win. I'm, I'm sorry. Yep. As much well, as I, I like I... Scheffler and as much as I hate the Cantley, I don't. I threw a, a poll out today uh, asking everybody, what do you want to hear us chat about? Um, and right now, uh, what we would do to fix the FedEx Cup is leading, followed by Rory's Live Comments, uh, Hank Haney on Twitter, and Jalen Rose can't hit a golf ball. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Oh, my Lord. Uh, so uh, after we get back from the break, we will talk about what we would do to fix the FedEx Cup playoffs. because I thought of something i know i've talked about this before um but we were talking about it at rio and i kind of liked it so um let's do uh we'll come back and do that so let's take our break and when we get back we'll uh talk about the fedex cup playoffs and how we're going to fix it hey i'm bob west your vegas golfing real estate agent Over the course of a four-hour round, I can help you with some tips to lower your scores. I can also help you with your goals when it comes to buying or selling a home anywhere in Las Vegas or Henderson. Reach out to me on Instagram at TheBobWest or just send me a text at 605-881-5481. Give me a call. Let's play around. Golfers, tee it up this year at Las Vegas Golf Superstore for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Featuring the new Rogue SD drivers, Callaway's most stable driver ever, with tungsten speed cartridge, jailbreak speed frame, and AI flash face. Engineered for max speed and forgiveness. Four different models to fit every golfer's needs. Think speed, go Rogue. Swing by Las Vegas Golf Superstore and get custom fit for the new Rogue ST drivers today. Las Vegas Golf Superstore, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee, and shop us online at Worldwide Golf Shops. All right, let's see if we can get through this second half without any glitches. Having still some learning curves with the new software, but uh, for the most part, it's working, so. Except my mouse wants to not work now. God damn it. There we go. All right. Uh, So uh, the poll results, like I said before, came in that everybody wants to know what we would do to fix the cut up the FedEx Cup playoffs. And uh, Jeremy, do you have any uh, suggestions? I mean, my my mind just goes straight to match play. Incorporate yeah. some type of match play. Exactly. Whether we have like the first event, even the first two events qualify you to get into match play. And then it's top 16 or top whatever it is. I think match play could be an option, but I mean, it was a pretty damn good tour championship, I think, the way it was, but not it's not like that every year. Yeah. Right. So I would say match play in some form. What do you what do you think, Joe? Uh I mean it's it's so difficult to like I get where the hardships are on this and you know, wanting to create the best product. And it's very difficult to come to terms or figure out what's the best option, but Totally, match play does come to mind. I mean, we only see that well Once. twice, if you count presidents and Ryder Cup or whatever. Oh, but yeah. um, once during the PGA Tour season, 
it's tough because it's like, yeah, the leader should probably get some sort of like edge on the people, on the other players. I mean, but do they really deserve it? That's where I come down to it. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know what's best, but match play is the thing that comes to mind. Um, and, you know, like we mentioned, two out of three years, it's turned out pretty well for the most part for the tour. Um, one year it did not uh, result in any kind of high drama, but uh, I think match play could be pretty good for the tour championship for sure. And and it would po- probably put a, a lot more eyes on match play itself because, you know, a lot of people yeah, I mean, don't see that. The, the, the USGA and all their championships, it's all match play. Yeah. You know, you have stroke play, qualifies you, then it's match play. And I want to see some form of that. I mean, there has to be a, a reason you compete each year in the season. You know, so like Scotty Scheffler had a huge lead going into the playoffs, had the huge lead, and that deserves something. You know, yeah. uh, is it a 10-stroke? A start that's what the tour has come up with and that's the main thing i think is is for somebody that's in 30th like a 10 stroke deficit is way too hard to make up and i think uh, those people that are in the back of the line should at least have an opportunity to win mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, and I mean, it's just it's just hard because you it's how not much, impossible but no it's, it's not impossible i mean max homa came from pretty far back because he yeah. played his ass off um it's not impossible. And, and I mean, Rory doesn't, like you said, doesn't hit the flag or doesn't drain that big putt. It goes to a playoff and that would have even been more intense. Yeah. You know, sure. a tour championship playoff. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, that would have been amazing. But so to, to still make the season important, um, I, my suggestion, what I think would be awesome is, um, you, you take, 32 players you you play the season and the top 32 make it and then you give the the one and two or you make 34 so the the one and two get get a buy and then you have the other guys you know and have a bracket and 32 and then it's 16 and then you've got eight and you have the final eight and like fried egg said a, a double elimination of the top eight players and it's just i think that is an amazing way to to come up with a champion um a a full bracket to where winners and goes down and down is is kind of tough because i think that's one of the reasons you saw all the top guys leave the match play stuff because one the format was kind of ridiculous that they originally had it when it was a dove mountain um but there's not that massive of a gap between the number one and the number 64 player in the world. I mean, if you look at right. the strokes gain stats and everything, it, it's not like the NC2A where Duke playing, you know, Tennessee Eastern middle, you know, sovereignty college is, is, you know, that has zero chance of doing it. That That's not what it's like in, in golf. The, the number 64 player can easily at any given day, take out the number one ranked player in the world. It's just, it's golf. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, so a, a double elimination of the top eight guys, I think would be just amazing TV. I think it might even be cool to just get down to the, the final four and then just play a one round stroke play. And then where they could start four, three, two, one, um, 
because at that point you're 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 coming back from three, which is possible. And at that point you've already made it to the final four, so you're gonna get paid decently. Um you meant just a, a foursome too? Just the final four going that, out. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. And they, <laughs> like, they start play four, golf. three, two, one. Like play golf like everybody else in the world does in a group of four. That yeah, would be it, awesome. Just having four uh, four shots into greens, you know. I mean, it would fucking take forever, probably. But yeah, but I if think, if those were the only four players playing on a final round Sunday, like it's going to be probably take less time than it would for the full field to play a final oh, round. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be cool just to see I mean, four players battling it out, and at that point, they could see everything everyone, that's going on, everything that's going on, and see what they have to hit. Like that could cause some drama, like. You know, if, if someone's two shots back and they they, you know, are two eighty out on a par five, like, you know, I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it, I I hope that I know with all the things that are going on in, in golf right now, <clears throat> there's new shit coming. Seems like weekly to how they're going to be changing stuff up. Um, I I hope they're not satisfied with how this is determining their champion. Uh, I I think it's good. But I think it could be better, and and yeah. I just I just hope they're open to more ideas. Well, we've we've seen that they are open to new ideas lately. So um, <laughs> whether that be copying other things or whatnot, they're they are in a changing situation right now, which is good to see. And hopefully they they take people's opinions and and thoughts into consideration and try and figure out what is best for the tour championship. Do you think Phil is justified now? And this is a big thing that's going on. People are saying, Phil was right. This just proves it. Everybody owes him an apology. Rory's $18 million. He needs to thank Phil. And and, and he deserves a bunch of Christmas cards. I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can play this. I Let me see if I can find it. But I think... Uh, do you guys see Joseph Bramlett? His no. his comments. I think I can. I think I can play it here. Yeah, here. Let's see. Well, that's the the part of this job that you know nothing's guaranteed, and uh, that's the beauty of sport, the beauty of competition, and um, what makes the PGA Tour so great is that uh, you know you have to back it up each and every week, and. This year, I didn't do a great job of that. I mean, I competed, I gave it everything I have, but my results just didn't didn't get me far enough. So, um, yeah, it's 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 humbling, especially going from fully exempt this year in my own category to not even having 126 to 150 category next year, and basically just having core fairy status. So, um, yeah, very humbling, but um, you know that's the beauty of what we do. I mean, that's Q school on steroids. I guess it's, <laughs> it's three weeks of Q school, and uh, last week was incredibly stressful. This week is incredibly stressful, and next week's going to be the same. And um, I'm very fortunate that uh, I at least know where I'll be heading next year. So yeah, he basically, you might have to turn that up, but you know, that's that's the beauty of the game, the competition. I mean, yeah, that's what makes golf unique. You, know, you have you, to earn you it. You have to go out there and earn it. And, you know, yeah, you can get, you can land uh, an exorbitant contract for sponsorship. But like a lot of people have been saying lately, uh, if you don't do well, that goes away. You know, yeah. they're not going to, they're not going to continue to pay you if you don't perform. Right. And 
that's what's the beauty of golf. You know, and yes, the guys that make a shit ton of money, the guys that have won, the guys that have, that have created themselves uh, as, as, you know, legendary status as far as money and earnings and followers and all that. Yeah, their life on tour is much easier. Absolutely, it's much easier. Yeah. They have money. They don't have to worry about, you know, uh, renting a car or staying at a house or grinding at certain times because, the you know, it, it's, yes, but they've, they've also earned it. <laughs> You know, yeah. they have also earned it. Um, uh, Mav McNeely, who he's the one whose family's just absolutely loaded, right? Right. Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. Family's loaded. And he's out there grinding. He's living with a friend. Yeah. It's, it's, he's experiencing it and money is not a concern to him, but he's, he's trying to do it the right way. You know, you got to grind it. Trying to and build the dream. It's, it's in your own destiny. You know, you control it, how well you play, how well you perform, how well you can stack up to playing on mini tours, playing corn ferry, grinding in money qualifiers. It, the guys that get there now, I mean, that's not always true because you have, do have people like Spieth who came out and won immediately on tour, got his status, but then did something with it. So he didn't have that, you know, grind like Cyrus was saying last week about <clears throat> uh, who's your guy, Jeremy? Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That that's that's unfortunately some the majority of the guys out there that yeah. that's their story. You know, not yeah. everybody gets to make twenty five million dollars in their life on the PGA Tour, but you know what? A lot of guys do. Yeah. And <clears throat> I I look at the. He's made twenty five million, but okay, so much of this is covering expenses. So much of this is this and this this. Oh, it's only more like ten million. Oh, and then after taxes, only like five million. Okay, so you've made five million dollars <laughs> yeah. playing a game. Yeah, it could be worse. It totally. could be worse. Yeah, someone else was saying, you know, uh, like Scheffler. Scheffler's interview was great, saying how you know it's just a dream to, it's a privilege to play golf for a living and. um to go out there and play and grind and compete against the best players in the world. And, you know, the dude still drives a pickup truck. He drove in college and he's, <laughs> so what, awesome. what did he make this year? Like 18 million, something like that. Oh, ridiculous. I think he would have made like 34 if he, if he had won the won FedEx. It. Um, it's just crazy. Uh, one of, one of Chambly's comments was, um, really interesting to me is, you know, Phil took the bag over at, at live, but you know, he's probably leaving a lot of money on the table because he could have easily jumped into the booth that Nick Faldo left off. Totally. Um, and, you know, what did Romo make on his commentator deal with NFL? Stupid money. Yeah. I mean, Phil in the booth would have been great. And he could money. Oh, he could have got it. So good. He could have got a big paycheck from that. And he's left that on the table. And, you know, I'm sorry. I like he was able to pay off his debts, but dude looks depressed, you know? He doesn't. He doesn't look happy anymore. So no. I don't know. It's it's going to be interesting to see. Has has the Cam Smith news been made official yet? I haven't seen anything. No. Yeah, I haven't I, seen any. I heard Joaquin Neman, Neman, yeah. the Neman went. Uh, Hideki did not. Yeah, I heard yeah. that too. I I heard he did not go. Well, Cam uh, Young was Cam in Young talks and also. did not go. Yeah. So. I mean, 
Yeah. Say what you want, the PGA Tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Say what you want, the PGA Tour copying, doing whatever. Um, they're they're trying to retain their stars. Um, I, I can't fault them for that. I why didn't they think of it? I don't know. Um, do you give credit to Norman and Phil for this? I I, I don't I think don't I don't think giving credit to Phil or Norman is the right wording. Like everyone's saying, I think it's just it's competition. It's, it's, it's what happens when a business competes with your business. You have to make changes. Dude, the you first time seven 11 put a 44 ounce big gold, you know, a super big gold, the competition didn't go, Oh, kudos, bravo. Way to go. No, they went, we're 48 ounces. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bigger, better, cheaper, bigger ice. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's what it is. That's what they do. True. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the changes they're making are great, especially my main, my favorite thing is the 500,000 guarantee to the rookies, which is going to help tremendously. Dude, that is a huge... Now, and unlike Liv, who has apparently lied about them earning off of that, right. PJ Tour came out and said, yeah, right hey, away, yep. they're earning off this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's 500K. If you don't make 500K, we'll, we'll pay you the difference. So, you know, if... Right. Here's 500k. You earn 300,000. You're gonna get the 200k from us. Right. Um. But if you make one million on your first check, you're only getting 500. Right. And we're square. But I mean, it may, I can't wait to talk to Harry about this because you know he's gonna be one of the benefactors of this. Totally. And I mean, I know how important that 600 grand he got from Shriners, how that like paved his whole season for yeah. the Corn Ferry Tour. So. Um, I imagine it's going to be a huge assistance to him, you know, just, I mean, yeah. nobody wants to go out on the PGA tour and only earn $500,000 when there's millions weekly. Um, but the fact that the, the rookies have it up front and are going to be able to use that, I think is huge. Helps tremendously. And it, and it's well-deserved. I mean, they've grinded, made their way through the ranks and now they're on the big stage. I mean, it's going to help them get around for the year and, and actually be able to compete, like actually give them a chance. I mean, how many players in the past have gotten to the tour and, you know, potentially had to skip, you know, spots or had to borrow money to make it somewhere on a plane or cause they didn't yeah. have any winnings or anything. I mean, this helps tremendously. And I, I hope it breeds fire in the, in the lower ranks. And I hope we get some, new stars coming up because i i think it could be i think it's going to be huge yep it's it's going to be awesome i can't wait to see it not to okay, be, so, not to be petty oh okay um but our friend harry hall made two hundred and four thousand at the shriners oh was it 200 yeah it must be i, but must I mean be thinking still about his it's win like then. to win that in one event probably alleviates a lot of pressure going forward oh, for your schedule yeah for sure so that's, I think you're, I mean, did, you're right, Joe. That's, that's really what it's going to do for a lot of guys is they're not going to have to worry up. about money and how they're going to feed their family. They're going to be able to play golf, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's going to free them up. Like, you know, I stress out about not winning a VGN event. Like, you know, I want to get that $150 gift card just so I can go <laughs> buy some balls so I can play the next <laughs> round, you know? And yeah. that would, you know, if I, if I knew I was going to get $450 in gift cards, to begin the VGN season and know my golf balls are covered for the year, like it frees me up and I can go out there and yeah. actually concentrate on my game. Yeah. The VGN <laughs> does not support this theory by Joe that he just put out. 
<laughs> we do not have the sponsorships to cover that idea. So I'm just I trying don't to hear any any text messages or emails related to our world. What we, we got four hundred fifty dollars <laughs> of free balls for next season? That's just, that, that's all anybody heard. If you if you end up four hundred fifty in free golf balls, wah, 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 wah. If, if you end up in the top sixteen of the. Oh. At the no, don't do that either. I, I can't afford 16 golf balls for just trying to relate it to our terms, you know, because we're not that good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right. So the other uh, high vote uh, was Rory's live comments. Did you guys see that? The jab at the 54? Uh, no, the uh, here I got I took a screenshot of it. So what he said, um, it was. That is not it. Uh, I hate what is going, what it's doing to the game of golf. I hate it. I really do. It's going to be hard for me to stomach going to Wentworth in a couple of weeks' time and seeing 18 of them there. That just doesn't sit right with me. So, yeah, I feel strongly. I believe what I'm saying are the right things. And I'm, I think when you believe that what you are saying is the right things, you're happy to stick your neck out on the line. 18 of them. I mean, that's, yeah. that's interesting. That, I, I was kind of surprised at at that. 18 of them. Like, you can't even say 18 live players. You know, it's just yeah. 18 of them. So what do you think? What do you think about that, Joe? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Rory's put the tour on his back. He's repping hard. I mean, uh, the, the quote I really liked from him was um, the 70th hole is a nice time to take the lead of a golf tournament. Or the fifty-second hole if you play somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I preferred that quote a little bit more because I that, that uh, was like a subtle. That was awesome. I really like oh, yeah. that one. Uh, I I saw a great one. I I should have saved it too. Um, somebody was commenting. Uh, David Duvall. Oh, you know what? I could probably pull it up if I pull up David Duvall's because, um, Twitter has been just amazing of late with all this live shit because they have all their um, feeder accounts that are, uh, you know, like boosting them up. Yeah. Um, what is his Twitter? Paid handle, a, damn it. a phone farm in India. <laughs> <laughs> they all have the same shit in their uh, bylines. It's, it's pretty funny. Go um, buy so the shark at Macy's. <laughs> he said, uh, I may be mistaken, but aren't, most golf courses designed to finish a certain way as certain things of each player trying to win down the stretch. And that was one of the things I had when we first started talking about the shotgun starts totally, yeah. mm -hmm. is that, you know, golf courses are designed certain ways. The architects design them certain ways. And, um, this gentleman said, Dave, have you ever played a tournament where the weather was better in the morning and the afternoon ever, ever something, how screwed certain guys are, uh, shotgun starts, same conditions for everyone. And, um, which <laughs> then somebody replied to this, uh, wouldn't it be fun to see Tiger make the 2008 U S open tying putt on the 14th hole with 12 people watching before <laughs> Rocco finished his round, not knowing the importance of that putt. Wow. What excitement yeah. shotgun starter for scramble golf outings, period. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant point. Brilliant point. Totally. Yeah. I, I, it, have you guys listened to the shotgun start? It's the Friday like offshoot where they kind of yeah. talk about the mm -hmm. news. Um, they had some interesting points about like, cause you know, um, Friday is huge golf architecture nerds. Yes. 
And, you know, they, they made that comment about like, you know, courses are designed a certain way and blah, blah, blah. But one of their points really was about the changes that the PGA Tour could make, which I highly agree with. Like, we see these courses every year, every week. It's the same shit over and over. Like, how sick would it be if, you know, these new uh, tournaments that they're going to do for the, you know, the WGC aspect, whatever they're going to call it, Mm -hmm. you know, the offshoot. Like, if they went to Bandon, like, who cares what they score at Bandon? Who cares if they go to, you know, Sand Valley or courses we don't see? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care yeah. if they shoot 80 under. Like, give people um, a look at courses that they can actually go and play and see these tour players dissect it. Yeah. You know, like some scientists. And then us as viewers can go out there and play. Like, that's a huge mm-hmm. thing. Like, like, like Riviera is sick, right? Like, Riviera is an awesome course. We've seen it years and years. Yeah, Genesis Invitational. It's it's a highlight to every year. But how sick would it be if if they went to Stream Song and played that that year? It'd be incredible. You know, I'm not saying it has to be the Genesis. Like, I don't say get rid of Riviera and throw in Stream Song, but I'm saying like, you know, TPC Dearborn or whatever for John Deere, wherever it is. Like, it's a pretty it's pretty basic course. Yeah, well manicured, but like give give the watchers some desire to get out there and travel and play some golf at places they don't see all the time i th- i think that could be so beneficial um yeah it it does get stagnant i mean if you look at the totally. schedule like i in prepping for the new season i set up the next years or next season's locks you know where i list all the events and everything and i mean it's copy and paste for the mm-hmm. most part yeah, yeah for the most part they moved a couple tournaments around besides the but, majors i mean they all fall in line. I mean, they're, it's, it was almost exactly the same, you yeah. know? Um, and I mean, I, it, I, it makes it easier for scheduling and it also allows these courses, you know, you sign a five-year deal. I, I get it. And they want the money right. and they're yeah, willing yeah. to pay. And I, and I get it, but there's, yeah, I, I mean, they don't have to change every tournament, but, I mean, because, you know, the Genesis isn't going anywhere. The Arnold Palmer isn't going anywhere. The Memorial's not going anywhere. The Players isn't going anywhere. Gus is not going anywhere. But these other events that they, you know, they could definitely move them around. Yeah. I I, I want them to move the Shriners around just to a different course. So somebody, you know, let's get some Vegas golf in there, you know. Take them to Coyote. Take them to Cascada. Wherever it may be, like. I think I think the PGA Tour needs to do a better at highlighting regions instead of courses. You know, I mean, yep. like, you, I mean, how cool would it be to see them play like Tobacco Road or something? You know, that for mm-hmm. us, especially on the West Coast, like, I would probably tune in every day. Yeah, that's yeah. not a course we can go to all the time. Just like when, um, you know, Shadow Creek was CJ Cup, like. We don't get to see that all the time on TV. So we were tuning in. You know, we wanted to watch. So yeah. just like when when the US Open gets back to Torrey Pines or Pebble or whatever it is, everybody watches because they haven't seen it in well, actually farmers and AT&T, but <laughs> or Beth Play Beth Beth Page Black. Like everybody's tuning in because it's been five years since they've seen it last time, you know? Like it just yeah. I think it I think a a stronger rotation I mean, the, the, in a regional CJ, aspect would do great. The CJ Cup is playing their 
fourth different course in four years because it was originally in was it in korea yeah it was yeah korea. originally yeah Here and then it, it it went to shadow and it went to the summit and now it's going to south carolina mm-hmm. this year yeah. congary so i mean it can be done yeah it can be done yeah aesthetically it's probably a nightmare for the you know the courses to have just you get one tournament here you go <laughs> you better knock it out of the park <laughs> Yeah, but they could create like a four course rotation, like every four years, something like that, or whatever their deal is based on. If it's five years, like five courses in a region that are somewhat close to each other, like well, just, golf I, courses I, everywhere. I think it would. I know great. a lot of the the title sponsors. They kind of find them in their hometown, Coca Cola for Atlanta. You know, John Deere. Um, I, I'm I'm sure that is a big influence on mm-hmm. those staying where they are. Um, yeah, but they can go to Macklemore. They could go to Reynolds. They could go to uh, oh, yeah. Athletic. Uh, I mean, there's Atlanta golf Athletic Club. You know, it's, everywhere. It's it wouldn't be that difficult to do. Yeah, and who course if the it, who cares if the course isn't built for modern day golf? Like, if it's short, it's short. If it's long, it's long. If it's if the score is going to be Look eighty under, or it's going to be two under. Like, Harbor Town's a perfect example. You don't have to have a seventy six hundred yard course mm-hmm. to challenge these guys. Yeah, and and if you they did do make this, they tight would fairways use... and thick ass rough. They're gonna struggle if they're not straight. Yeah, and then you could force these courses because they're gonna use shot link, and then the next time they come around, the course could, you know, take an be influx better. of money and be better. And you know, I just, I think that's where it could change because you know part of the aspect of viewing live golf events is because we don't see those courses on TV ever. Like I was watching Pumpkin Ridge because I've heard of Pumpkin Ridge. I've never played yeah. it. I, I've never seen it on TV. So I was looking today at this course that they're playing in Boston, the International. They're playing the Oaks Course, which uh, was originally a Tom Fazio. <laughs> it was hilarious because they're like, opened in two thousand one. This Tom Fazio, blah 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 blah. And then last year, somebody came in or a year and a half ago and redesigned it to bring it back to its glory days. And I'm like, that was twenty years ago. That's yeah. It it lost its glory in twenty years of Fazio design, um, so I'm interested to see what it's like. But uh, this is this is a very private club in you know a suburb of Boston. It's this is not a place that anybody's going to get to go play. So I totally understand what you're saying, Joe. It, yeah, it's cool to watch on TV, and yeah. we love I love seeing all these crazy private courses. Um, yeah, for ninety percent of us, we're not going to get to play it ever. And the other thing that sucks is is. Then you have what happens to like TBC Sawgrass, where it's five hundred dollars to play golf now, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's so popular of an event. You know, everybody yeah. sees the best players in the world, but now we got to say the best PGA Tour players in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, play it, ah, man. One thing I I love about um, like the AT and T, how they have Pebble, Spyglass, Poppy Hill, Spanish. They play all these courses, Monterey Peninsula. I mean, it, it, that's obviously a lot of work because you're setting up three or four different courses, but I'm sure there's other areas where they've got two or three courses on the property that they could probably use, or at least one in the area that they can rotate out just to, sh- just to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're I doing that in Palm Springs. Yeah. You know, the American yeah. Express has changed. There, there's things that they can do. Yeah. There's things that they can do. Um, oh, the other Hank Haney. Uh, I won't even get into that because nobody really cared. Are you guys getting emails from Hank Haney too? No, I, I don't know about the Twitter stuff, but I, I know I'm getting a lot of emails from Hank Haney. Hank Haney was why. bitching about Rory's drop. 
Yes. And well, against I just, the grandstands? Yeah. How is yeah. well how he dropped twice, it rolled forward, so then he was placing it and it kind of rolled down and then he the ref had, or the the uh guy had him replace it and it's almost like it's teed up or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Shut up, Hank. I don't I don't listen to Hank anymore after the comments he made that were just completely left field. So he must have had a bet on Scheffler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It was I, I mean, but in of... that in that situation, like it's tough. I mean, like everybody's gonna pay attention to those minute details because there is that much money on on the line. Yep. So I don't Powered know. by Riverside FM. The I mean what I was thinking, what if you were in that situation, would you be spinning the ball to the right so it falls out of the area? Like I, mean, I was kind of trying to pay attention to Roy's like fingers uh, it, to see if he's trying to spin it out of the drop area so he could place it. I mean, I didn't see anything, but I didn't see anything either. I mean, it was a pretty sloped area, but right. I'm sure it happens, and I think he's within the rules to do what he did. He took the drop. It's within yeah. the rules. I mean, if Scheffler was over there, he would do the same thing. You would think. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he was in, he was in the drop area. So, I mean, he placed it in the drop area. It fell out of the drop area. He placed it. Yeah. I mean, if I it was think, Patrick Reed, it. completely oh different God. story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, totally. I can't, I can't wait for it. It's, I need to. I, I may have to do some digging tomorrow and and find one of those guys on Twitter that just bashed Patrick Reed and see if they're a live supporter. And <laughs> <laughs> just like their world is just so screwed up now, they don't know what to do. Oh, too funny, too funny. But yeah, the live this weekend, Boston. Um, waiting to see what happens with Cam Smith. Um, I mean, all indications are he's gone. Yeah, I think I, I think I heard them say Tuesday. So Tuesday. Well, they tomorrow. got their draft. Are they still doing the draft? I, 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 Who knows what they're doing? The draft where they pick the same players. Yeah. Because they already have the hats. Yeah, I don't know. So the, I heard somebody say, well, even Cyrus was saying, they can't ban them from the majors, especially if they've qualified. Like you've won your jacket at Augusta, right? Um, lifetime exemption or the British Open where you have till you're 60 um, or the PGA where you can play or whenever. Um, what's it going to be like when like Patrick Reed shows up at Augusta wearing a live hat? Yeah, it's going to be a lot of hate. I mean, it's going to be a lot of angry patrons. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're going to see people getting kicked out because they're booing? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, mean, I'm I can't wait I'm for torn, that. I'm torn with that situation because I, 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 I agree with what Cyrus is saying that you know if you have played in that tournament and you have won it and you were invited. Yeah, you've won your spot. I mean, that's... You've, you've won your spot. So it's kind of hard to say, hey, you can't come here anymore. But I doubt that they're not. But they can do, do whatever they want. Like they the PGA Tour, it's not want. a PGA Tour's thing, so they're completely out of that for the majors. Augusta yeah, can they that. can do whatever they want. 
they don't care. They don't they don't care about sponsors. They have the same one or two sponsors every year. They could care less about what people think about. CBS has given them a billion dollars annually. You yeah, know, but a lot of those members at Augusta are doing business in Saudi Arabia too. There well, is a course, lot, for sure. Of course, of course. But they is that can't. even is that even the issue anymore? Like, I don't think it's the issue. I don't issue think anymore. so. No, yeah. But here's the thing: is Augusta is built on traditions, and they're not going to take away a tradition. If you've won the tournament, they're not going to not welcome you back. Yeah, being as focused on tradition as they are, it's not going to happen. But what if the board comes together and says we then they, don't want them? Then they screw over their entire like ecosystem because that's what it's built on. It's just not going to happen. They can't do that. You know what? They I think they would be stupid to do it. They've changed the who can be a member of Augusta before, and they can change who can play in the Masters going forward. Yeah, I. Yeah, but I can, is, that, is is board members really a tradition? Well, yeah. The I mean. That's a tradition unlike any other. You win a green jacket, you can play for your life. They that's the Shit whole thing. changes. That's the women entire... weren't allowed women weren't allowed to play there. Women weren't even allowed on the property. Yeah, but women that's that's a different thing. But it's that not a tradition. They change, they it's change definitely that. a different thing for sure. But the fact that they can change something like that, that's a major thing, tradition, tells me yeah. that they could change another tradition. Whether I want them to or not, I, I don't care either way. But I mean, I think if they win, they should be able to play there. That's what they get. But I wouldn't be surprised either way if they let them play or they change something and they don't let them play. I, I would be very surprised if they didn't let them play because I think that would be a, a huge mistake by them. As my, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a live supporter, like really. Like, I go back and forth, like liking it or not liking it, but. The whole aspect of the green jacket is is you win the green jacket, you get to play Augusta. And if they change yeah. that, then that green jacket doesn't mean shit anymore. And they're not going to do that. It's going to be torn. interesting. I, I, just, I just think... I don't think Augusta has to do anything. Yeah, no, I, don't I, don't think anything. I don't think so either. But, but I, I also, I'm trying to set myself up to not be surprised either way. Yeah, that's true. But I, I'm curious if people will think giving Bubba Watson, Sergio Garcia, Patrick Reed, Dustin Johnson, um, the other guys that have won it that are going to be playing in it, is, is Augusta giving them a stage to promote live? Well, if if they do, then they won their right to do that because they're green jacket. But I'm saying, is 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 that how some people are going to look at it? Saying they're they they're do, giving they're, they're giving them the stage. No, no. I think right. if anyone looks at it that way, then they just shouldn't watch the Masters. It 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 sucks bringing politics into it, but it's kind of where we're at right now. You know, it. It's going to come down. I mean, they're going through the courts, of course, and and I, I I think Augusta is going to be the make or break for what's going to happen. Now, could I see them telling them that they cannot wear live stuff, or else How they can can't play? That? Well, they could do that. They could put the fine print on that. Like, hey, yeah. you're you're a green jacket holder, and you're welcome to come play, but you're not promoting live golf here. They could totally say that. 
But mm. if that's the case, if they have that to fall back on and they take a stance on that, but if they take, if they're going to take a stance, they would take a stance on that before they take a stance on you can't come play because you green, you have a green jacket, even though you have a green jacket. What do you think about that, Joe? If that was the case, if they did so that, far, if they, they told them that they can't promote yeah. live golf. Yeah. Like you're not, a, you can't wear that live hat, Patrick Reed. I'd be fine with it because there's no, I don't think there's any player that wears PGA Tour golf at Augusta on yeah. their hat. But yeah. they wear Adidas and they wear Nike and they, I wear, think that's and they wear Adidas and, and Nike in the live golf tournaments. Yeah, but they, they also have been told that they are to wear their apparel when they're not in live events. Yeah, but I mean, then then they're out. I mean, that's a, well, that's one stance Augusta could take. Not saying they will or not, but they could take that. And if that's in their contract that they have to wear it, then that's a stance that I could see Augusta taking. I don't see Augusta taking a stance that you have a green jacket, but since you're on a different tour, you can't come play. I could see them taking the stance that if you're going to come here and wear live golf stuff, we, we're yeah, not going to allow that. Mm. But you can come play. That's a thin line. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Totally. I mean, I think it would be a bad move for them to back off tradition, especially it being a tradition unlike any other. I mean, that's their, that's their whole motto. <laughs> You're going to change your motto? Like, a tradition, a tradition unlike any other unless you play live unless. golf. Unless... <laughs> You know, I, just, I, I mean, the whole thing with the like, they, if they just go strictly off the OWGR and some players don't make it, they could make it. I mean, the people that are going to come back are the repeats, the ones that have won. But I mean, what do you think about yeah. the people that haven't won that, that earned their right to play there that, you know, the people that would qualify otherwise, but haven't won. So they don't have a like lifetime spot they, they gave yeah. that up yeah then they don't get in that was their choice that's why that's why augusta doesn't have to change anything yeah it's true they don't you know? yeah they don't have they don't like bob bob has said it they don't have to say a single word mm -hmm. just let the rankings weed out the people that shouldn't be there i guess and i feel like anybody that has won the masters that is on live golf they're not going to push I don't think they're going to push too hard. No, I, I think they're going to, they want to play there. The mm -hmm. only, the only person I could see doing this is Patrick, is Patrick Reed. Reed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dustin Johnson, I, I, I don't think he gives a rat's ass. You know, well, Reed did it at the open. Yeah, I know. And, and ruffled a lot of feathers with that. Yeah. Augusta's a little different, you know? Yeah. It's just, just a, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I don't, I could, I see DJ give a rat's ass. Same yeah. thing, Phil too. I mean, <sighs> Phil hasn't worn a single live golf <laughs> piece of gear. I don't no, no, think. no, 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 no. I'm just talking about him being there. Yeah, it's, it's just interesting. Gonna be weird. It's going to be awesome, champions. Right? The yeah. champions dinner. Oh my goodness! Would you like to be a fly on the wall in that one? Yeah, Woo! for sure. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, in case you guys didn't know, um... powered by Riverside <laughs> FM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're really enjoying Riverside. Check them out. There's a link in the show notes. If you have a podcast and you are looking to make uh, some enhancements to make the show a 
more production value, add some cool features and, uh, you know, like how we have people tuning in right now. Do stuff like that. Uh, check them out. The link will be in the show notes when this episode airs on Wednesday. Uh, we got, oh, um, I have the interview scheduled with the uh, director of the Shriners tournament that is going to take place uh, this week, and that will go out Friday. When are we doing so that? So stay tuned for that. Uh, Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday. I'll send you the, the time, see if you can make it. I know you get working. Jeremy, you might be able to make it. So cool. um, worst case, it's just my lovely voice doing it. Um, but I'm looking forward to that, uh, especially with all the changes going on, on on the tour. Changes at the golf course. Uh, saw some pictures of Cyrus posted some pictures of the greens. Mm-hmm. The place is looking pure. It's looking good. Pure. So can't wait for that. Um, so make sure you come back and uh, you know subscribe. Subscribe to the show. That way you get notified when that episode comes out on Friday. And Joe, uh, I'll let you take it home. We don't have any odds this week. Um, there are some tournaments going on, but... Uh, uh, I guess, nah, you know where to find that shit. Yeah, go find that. Tell your friends, Chasing Daylight Podcast. For those that don't know, new Hitting Greens has on hittinggreens.com. Uh, <laughs> waiting for a sample on the Raiders one. Um, but that's up there. Hopefully it's not busted. But yeah, uh, thanks for tuning in. Tell your homies. Uh, we do this every week. You can catch it live at, fi- or not live, but 5 a.m. PST every Wednesday morning. Uh, we've got some good ones coming up and we're in a little lull right now. So we're probably going to dive deep into some controversial topics coming up in the next few weeks and Georgia's coming up. We got some pre Georgia trip podcast, I'm sure. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. And we're going to do some while we're in Georgia. Totally. For sure. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Later. Later.